Where the rangers had a shovel and a pair of dungarees You will find him in the forest, always sniffing at the breeze People stop and pay attention when he tells them to beware Cause everybody knows that he's the fire-preventing bear Smokey the bear, Smokey the bear Prowling and a-growling and a-sniffing the Smoke gets in your eyes, the holidays are here and it's time to be thinking about others. On this week's Anderson Observer podcast, news from people you trust. And as you know and watch the smoke hang in the air in the last few weeks, we have some record wildfires burning in our region, uh, North Carolina, Tennessee, Northeast Georgia. But one of the worst ones is up in Pickens County, which is actually the worst wildfire in the United States right now. And there have been a lot of folks battling it, professional firefighters, many volunteers. And with the drought in the upstate being the worst we've had in the last 120 years, it makes matters much worse. There's a ban on outdoor burning, which seems to not stop people from burning. I have seen people doing it, and with the winds supposed to be pretty high and stiff this weekend, this could make the wildfires and other potential fires pop up, so please be careful out there. The Easley Fire Department has taken the lead in collection of water and Gatorade and food items for those firefighters, protein bars, those kind of things that they need, who many of them are working 12 to 14 hour days, and they go out and fight all day long. And I talked to Captain Matthew Littleton of the Easley Fire Department about their efforts. We've talked to Matthew before when he was part of emergency services here in Anderson. And here's what he had to say. We've still got a fire burning up in Pickens County. And That's it's, right. And it's uh, last thing I read from the forestry, I think it was about 35% under control or something. I don't remember what the number was. I know you're not up. That's not I'm calling you. But that they're, they've been battling it for how long now? Do you remember? The uh, my understanding is it's been since uh, Wednesday a week ago. Right, that's a long time, isn't it? It is for wildfires in the a, upstate. It really is. It's a long time for any incident, and you know it becomes resource intensive. Right. You know, which kind of drives us to why you know we took the stance on um, trying to get more fluids and uh, things that will support the responder operations. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Littleton, he's Captain Easley uh, Fire Department. You've been kind of spearheading the effort to support the firefighters out there by going on social media and getting the word out that people can donate water and Gatorade and other things. How, what's the response been so far? The response has been overwhelming. And, you know, and the City of Easley Fire Department, you know, we're, we're very involved in the community. Chief Womack, is, his direction keeps us in, in that involvement. And the response from the community has just been absolutely overwhelming. The, the number of shares, the number of people reached through our social media efforts, and, and it's a group effort. Um, you know, it's not just an apartment. It's, it's not just the community. It's everybody. And we don't have the words to thank the community enough to, for their support and their willingness to contribute and donate. Well, how many firefighters have been battling this? Do you have a rough number, a rough idea? I mean, obviously. Oh, Greg, I would have to refer you to the South Carolina Forestry Commission or Pickens County Emergency Management uh, to get specifics on that. But the need is still there. People still need to donate? They do. And what the the command folks are asking for now are uh, high-protein snack type, uh, you know, uh, beef jerky, protein bars, things of that nature that, that these uh, first responders can stick in their pockets. It's not going to melt. It's not going to go bad. It, they, they can keep them with it because a lot of these teams, they go out after the uh, 7 a.m. briefing, and they don't come back until 
7 p.m. debriefing. So wow. those those kind of needs. Uh, I think they're still asking for chapstick and eye drops. Uh, as you can imagine, the heat, the wind, and the smoke, it, oh, it, it, it has an adverse effect on a, on a person. Yeah, I was going to say that the people need eye drops all the way down here in Anderson, and we don't even not even fighting the fire. It's just smoke hanging in there. I can't imagine being on the front line up there. Right, but uh, it it also kind of highlights the fact that we do have people who've been trained to do this and are ready and are out there, like you're saying, working dawn, morning till dark and taking care of this. We sure appreciate all y'all are doing. Thank you, and, and we appreciate the community and our, our media partners for helping us get the word out to to get these resources in to help the responders. Well, so other than protein snacks, and uh, you got plenty of water and Gatorade now. Or is that we do have plenty of water and Gatorade? Okay. And the response earlier, the response from the community has been overwhelming. I mean, they uh, and and a lot of people would they would arrive and say, "Well, I only I can only afford one case of water," and, and you know. If you look at how much water came into Just Easley Fire Department, most of those were one and two cases of water. Uh, You know, every little bit helps. You know, not everybody can go to the front line. Not everybody can go, you know, uh, dig a fire line and and fight fires. But everybody can do something to help. Everybody can can do their part in, in helping those first responders. Well, I saw one of the pictures you ran of the stacks of water and Gatorade and stuff people donated, and it really does make you feel good to be a part of this community to see people chipping in like that. It really does, because, you know, it's not just a, a Pickens County event. It's not just an Easley Fire Department event. It, it's it's a South Carolina event, and, you know, it, it's yet another example of why it makes us proud to be South Carolinians. Well, I'm going to remind everybody to follow you on Facebook and check out the social media, see what else is going on. You've done a good job with those Facebook videos, letting people know, and I think that's been helpful. I know I've shared it a bunch, and I know a lot of other people have too. I put it up on the Observer to make sure people saw it, and I think that has made a a huge difference in, like you're saying, everybody having a chance to feel like they're, they're trying to support the folks who are out there kind of putting their lives at risk for this. So I appreciate all you're doing, Matthew. Thank you, Greg. We felt like it was important to let folks know what their donations were doing and where they were going. And, and we would remind your listeners and, and your viewers to, um, there is a GoFundMe account set up and it's on our Facebook page, on our Twitter account. Uh, remind me which you uh, say our, remind which one you're talking about. Uh, the, the Easily Fire Department, there you uh, go. Easily Fire Department's Facebook page, uh, at Easily Fire on Twitter. Uh, it's also on Pickens County's website and their, their Facebook page. Uh, we do want to remind everybody, be careful uh, be aware of scam artists. There's only one official uh, GoFundMe account set up for Pickens County. You can always donate to the American Red Cross. Those folks have been instrumental in supporting this event as well. They can use all the, the donations and help it, it, that you can do. It's, uh, it, it's a com- true community effort, but as it stands right now, those are the only two. And I guess the last thing we can ask everybody to do is pray for rain, huh? Pray for rain. So, uh, well, Matthew, I appreciate all the hard work you're doing. Appreciate you taking time to talk to me, and I'll I'll, I'll catch up with you again soon, man. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Matthew. Bye. Matthew served in a variety of roles in Anderson County Emergency Services over a long period of time, 15 or 20 years, before recently moving to the Easley Fire Department. His family's up there, and he's lived up there the whole time. He is a tremendous example of a man who has devoted his life to public service, loves this community, loves what he does, great guy, and we appreciate all the hard work he's done. He's done a lot of work on social media. If you'll check out the Easley Facebook page, Easley Fire Department Facebook page and those things, you can find out how you can help those firefighters. 
Well, Thanksgiving is next week, and downtown is getting ready. If you've not been down there, the, the decorations are going up on the poles, and the county Christmas tree was put up and decorated this week. It took two days, as promised, and as opposed to the old trees, it took two weeks to get ready. And the tree lighting ceremony will be Friday, December 2nd. It's always that Friday, uh, the week after Thanksgiving. So hope to have a good turnout for that. It's going to look, look good downtown. I know the uh, county is going to play Christmas carols out of the bell tower. So looking forward to a really festive holiday downtown Anderson this year. And, of course, as, as always, the, the second year in a row, the Carolina Wren Park ice skating rink opened this week with some cool changes. The facility added a kid's rink for the little ones, an improved skating surface in the main area, and, of course, last year they had more than 7,000 skating, many, many from, I think they had people from Australia and Germany and all kind of places. I'm sure they were just visiting. They didn't really fly over for the ice skating rink. So also this week, in case you missed it, we have a new member of the Anderson County Hall of Fame, uh, Methodist clergyman Samuel Lander. You may know that name. was the, made the newest member of the Anderson County Hall of Fame on, in a ceremony at the Anderson County Museum on Tuesday night. Uh, since 2003, they've inducted 32 members in the Anderson County Hall of Fame in recognition of people's contribution to the county in South Carolina. Samuel Lander, the name Lander, he founded William, Williamston Female Academy in 1873. It later became Lander College, Lander University, and he had quite an impact on the area, and, and obviously his namesake still does. So we appreciate what they do down at the county to honor those folks who are doing something good for the county and who have historically to remind us of people who've contributed in the past. A few other items in the news you might have missed this week, including some really good news. The unemployment rate in Anderson County dropped again to 4.2%. So our economic development folks, uh, Burris Nelson, Rusty, Nel Rusty uh, Burns, uh, Anderson County Administrator, and some other folks uh, have done a good job providing job opportunities for those in the county who need it. And they not only go after jobs, they go after jobs that pay a living wage and pay well. And they also try to take care of the companies that come here so these people don't come in and drop out, come in and drop out, which you see in a lot of places. Another good piece of news was Green Pond Landing uh, has been far more lucrative than we even expected. The premier facility on Hartwell Lake, and if you haven't been out there, it really is, has posted an economic impact of more than $27 million since it opened, and it continues to bring in the nation's top fishing tournaments, so the future looks really good. And Anderson County Administrator Rusty Burns talked to me a little bit about Green Pond and how it surpassed those expectations and about a few other things going on in Anderson County. Okay, talking to Anderson County Administrator Rusty Burns, and we're going to talk just real quickly about Green Pond. They just uh, had an economic development report that said the, econo that the economic impact of Green Pond Landing is $27 million, over $27 million, and that's not including all the way through next year. No, that's, that's not what we've already got on the books that's going to happen. Right. I guess the next biggest thing we have is the Fall Brawl, which is a striper tournament, which has forever in a day been on Lake Murray. And uh, we were fortunate to lure them north. <laughs> so, we used live bait, or <laughs> <laughs> we used ethical ethical means to uh, attract them. We here. had a better so lake. We sure. got, and uh, just we didn't have the landing before. We already always had a better lake than. I always had a better lake, better fishing, but you had no way to get to it, right. or you had no way to get a huge number of people right. to it. And so that will be uh, a big event, uh, and those striper guys or a different breed, a much different breed than bass fishermen. And if you've ever caught a striper, when you know, you, know, you can go and you can go catch a spot tails and they'll fight all day and all night, okay? Well, you can go catch a striper. It's the same fight. Trust me, I know. I've caught both of them. 
So, I mean, it is something to see, and they like cold weather, and they'll be down deep, and there will be some... So it'll be late fall next year? No, it'll be it'll be in the winter. In the winter next year. And it's no this coming oh, year. This coming seventeen. Yeah. So okay. it's going to be a big dad gum deal. But I'm hoping the weather's not going to be like it was at Bassmasters. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll just keep that as a, a memory of uh, of stories to tell. That, yeah. Uh, eight degrees and boats freezing to the trailers. And yes, all that I don't. Stuff. And I'm hoping that we but don't go through that again. If the guys don't care, then they don't. No, but they're used. To, I mean, that's what if they do. In the winter, yeah, you do that. That's what they know what to do. They know how to prepare for it. Well, as we're talking about that, uh, Neil Paul just sort of moved into a new role. He's done a great job out there. Neil has been absolutely outstanding. He was the interim director, and now he has been made the full time director. And hopefully, the next step will be to. Uh, hire an assistant for Neil because Neil has been the cook, the <laughs> bottle washer, and everything else for an extended period of time. And he always does it with enthusiasm yep. and, and a great attitude. And he's got a lot of things he's working on. And he loves what he's doing. And he loves what he's doing. But we're doing, I mean, we talk a lot about fishing because that's a that's a big dadgum deal. But the other thing is he's also working on all kinds of other events to bring here, and having one other person to help him is really going to expand on that role. Right. The other big uh, news this week is the Christmas tree's up. They're starting to decorate it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, saving green. us money. And we're talking about, I was just talking to one of the council members, uh, it's saving more money than just the purchase of the tree because it took two weeks before to get it set up and decorated. Absolutely. And now it's three days. Three days. And, and a lot that, of them are volunteers out there yep. helping. And they're out there working on it today and uh, getting ready for the uh, Christmas tree lighting, the Anderson County Christmas tree lighting, which is coming up. Two weeks. Uh, about two weeks, and that's always a big event. And we pack downtown and uh, thank Kerry Jones, as always, for his hard work and dedication to making that event special. So got that coming up. We're going to play Christmas music out of the... We'll be playing Christmas music out of the bell tower at the historic Anderson County Courthouse. That's one of my favorite holidays traditions now <laughs> and we're going to uh, crank that up but we're not cranking it up as soon as they have at the department stores that i have been forced, August? forced to go to lately because it's when are we going to turn it on i was thinking that we might do it three or four days before the christmas tree lighting to set the mood so that's two weeks from today and yeah. so maybe the tuesday after thanksgiving yeah. something like that anything else going on there's a thousand things going on right now we've got a lot of economic development projects that we've put a lot of time and effort on that look like they're fixing to bear fruit. Uh, we're waiting on on one to come from the Far East that we're all on pins and needles, and uh, that's been one that we've had the council working on and our legislative delegation working on, and a whole lot of people who's got a whole lot, of, whole lot of moving parts and a whole lot of things moving on that. A lot of people look at the industrial park? Uh, yeah, we have. We've had uh, <coughs> developers who want to come build buildings there, which is good, because if they want to build buildings, that means we don't have to build buildings. And we would subordinate the land to them, and when the building sells, they pay us for the land. But that's a lot less expensive. And some of those developers have been uh, out of Atlanta, and they've done a lot of these type of buildings. They have a lot of contacts, and we've had some uh, people from other parts of South Carolina. Uh, we're getting ready to do a request for proposal on the old Bales building site because we're still getting inundated with people. We'd like to do something on that site, and, and, the, and it's gotten to the point where the only way to do it fairly is to give everybody a shot at that, just like it is with all the people wanting to build spec buildings. We've got to give everybody a fair shot so the county can get the best deal. But we don't lack for anything to do. We've had a meeting on uh, EMS, which is still 
going to eat up a whole lot of council's time. That's 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 an octopus. Got two and new councilmen coming in. They've new, been getting involved already to see what's going on. Two new have already been coming land. in, attending meetings. Under and, 50 years old, young men. Young men, and they've been attending briefings and asking good, hard questions and doing their homework, and they want to hit the ground running, and uh, they, want to, they want to do what's good for Anderson County. So got a little change coming there. That'll be a little different. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's all good. All good. We appreciate the folks who had the vision and all the hard work that's gone into to Green Pine Landing. Again, if you hadn't been out there, it is a really neat facility, beautiful place just to go sit. It's just gorgeous and quiet out there. We also have the largest boat, deep water boat ramps on the lake, and that's what's attractive people. So look forward to that. And if you haven't been out to one of those bass tournaments, I'm not a fisherman, but I really enjoy those weigh-ins and the crowds and the, the excitement of the big tournaments, the big national ones. So we're looking forward to more of that. Well, next week, we're going to be talking gratitude. And some of it's going to be a repeat from last year's Thanksgiving program, and we're adding some to it. We'll talk to local folks about what they're thankful for and also talk about why gratitude is important. So I hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I hope that you will get out and do something to make Anderson a better place. And also hope you will join us again next week on the Anderson Observer Podcast, News from People You Trust. Hop-along boots and the pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. The dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. There's a tree in the Grand Hotel, one in the park as well. The sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that will make them ring Is the carol that you...